This is Those Koreans from Guam, a podcast by two childhood friends now living halfway around the world from each other and discussing issues that are important in today's world. Okay, welcome to episode four of Those Koreans from Guam. I'm EJ and... I'm June, half a day, and 안녕하세요 again. <laughs> Hi. Um, so today we're going to, I don't want to say take a break, but we are going to change topics a little bit because I felt like it was important to talk about, because of our the title of our show, Those Koreans from Guam, I felt like it was important to delve a little bit into our identities. And that's not to say we forgot about the Black Lives Matter movement or that we don't care. We're very much... I mean, June is posting like all day, every day about the atrocities that are happening out there on a social yeah, media. Yeah, I'm at and war. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% internet warrior. Like, like I got my Twitter fingers out and I'm going to war. Yes, he is a full on like social media warrior with this stuff. And you know, <laughs> I, I still post very often about it. But I think that for this podcast episode, I wanted to delve a little bit into our identities because we mentioned in our first episode how we're Korean, we're Guamanian, we're American. And there, those are three very distinct identities. So I wanted to talk about what we identify with, with each identity and kind of see where we go with that. So, you know, um, June, were you born in Korea or Guam? I was born here on Guam. Okay, so we were both born on Guam to uh, Korean immigrant parents. When did your parents come to Guam? Uh, well, they, they came here, um, man, I don't even know the exact year, but they came here, like, before I was born, like, like, uh, like a year or two before, so it must have been, like, 19, my dad was here way earlier, my dad was here, like, I think they dated, like, for, like, six, seven years before they got married, so he must have already been here, like, by 1970, probably. By 19 what? 70. 70, that's really early. Wow. Yeah, okay. probably. Or, and then, uh, or maybe, maybe a little later. I, but, but I know my mom, they got married and my mom was already pregnant. Because I was a, I was a honeymoon baby, so. Oh, she so came, she was pregnant and then she moved to Guam? Yeah, so I she didn't even come to Guam because my dad was building uh, the hospital in Yap at the time. Wow. So like, if you see like, like earlier pictures of my family and stuff, we're in front of the, you know, the big stone money and every, and like, just like all the Yapis, like cultural things. And uh, so they, they didn't, at the time, it was the first hospital and he was the project manager for Okay. The, 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 the big company that was here called Social. It was a Korean construction company. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like he, he was assigned to building the hospital in Yap. So he was building. So my, my mom was uh, saying it's a miracle that, like, you know, that, that you survived because she said I was pregnant in her, in her, in her stomach and, or in her womb. And like, you have to take this like small, I don't forget how, but you have to take this boat in at, at, at a certain point. And so the waves were like super like, 
flappy and like you know like the boat kept hitting her from the bottom like bam 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 and like the boat just kept boom 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 all the way into shore you know right. and she was like super scared because she thought she was gonna lose the baby you know right but like yeah so like when it was about like uh you know about time like like a week or two before whenever then my dad uh flew my mom back to guam to okay. give birth to me because even the hospital wasn't built yet you know just just like a different like like a lot of different reasons and then like yeah. of course like the whole you know trying to make sure i was born a u.s citizen yeah you know you know like just different things like that you know like just different reasons like medical citizenship like, you know so like and then our home base was actually guam he was just there for he was there for work the, for work for the project for the hospitals so for people listening in who don't know um yap is like a small island in micronesia is it part of the fsm no it's federal state so uh, no it's not i think it's its own i think okay. yeah i think it's its own um, so it, it is a small island. It is a little bit um, less developed than Guam. I, I'd say in Micronesia, in the in the whole of Micronesia, like Guam is probably the biggest island, and it is probably the most developed. But um, way more developed. It's way more developed. Right. Yeah. If even even if you go to like yeah for some of these other islands, even if you go there now. It's still way, 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 way less developed than Guam. Yeah, I remember I had a layover at the Yap Airport, going to Palau, and I was in in middle school at the time, and the Yap Airport was literally like one little hut, and I was like, yeah. "Is this for yeah. real?" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, it's really cool because they, you can still kind of get the feel of like, like, like. Uh, you know, less modernized life. Just like the simple life. I feel like life has become yeah. so complicated in so many ways. And it's sort of, there is a certain beauty in that. Um, okay, so your parents came, were on Guam around the time you were born. Um, my parents probably came around, my dad came here, came to Guam in 77. And my mom came in 79. They were married, but like living separately. My mom was in Korea waiting for, I guess, like. Yeah, the paperwork paper. and. Yeah. yeah, and um, and then I was born in eighty. So our parents came to Guam in the seventies, and I don't know about you, but for me, my parents never—they adapted in some ways, but they were very culturally main, maintained their Koreanness of the seventies. So it was really interesting when my cousins in the early two thousands. I had a conversation with one of my cousins who is from Korea and she was like, whoa, your parents are super old school because they're stuck in like the seventies of Korea and Korea continued to develop and their culture changed and you know, things, things happen and um, they've modernized. So they've come to like the 2000s and my parents culturally were stuck in the seventies. Um, yeah. So, so there was, that, that's, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's that's a that's a that's a that's like a phenomenon for uh, most immigrants, for most not just Korean but most immigrants is that even like uh, you know like Koreans that immigrated to LA or Koreans that immigrated like away and then was isolated away from from Korea and as Korea developed and changed the culture changed 
our culture modernized and things like that. Like, because we were isolated, you're right, like their, their mentality, the traditions, the way they acted, the way they raised their kids, the, what, what they expected, things like that, like, it stayed in the 1970s. Because like the people that immigrated with them at the time, they were all from that time too. So when they interact with each other, they interacted in a way that Koreans interacted with each other in the 70s. So like I've heard a lot of times that like like when Koreans uh, meet, like although we can't speak the language as well, like when they meet us, they they actually like compliment us that we have we actually maintain like more respect for our elders, that we have more kind of traditional values than that than actual Koreans in Korea because like, I... a lot of that was and it changed and modernized were were like we kept it because we were like isolated from the change yeah totally i i i've heard that too i i've talked to other friends of ours who grew up with us who've heard that too our um mannerisms and our way of speaking to people is way more traditional old school korean than korean kids in korea right now um right, right. And I think that's a huge part of our identity. And we don't try to be that way. It was just the way we were raised. And it's part of who we are. So I think that's an important thing to identify and, you know, just kind of note, like, okay, this is who we are as Koreans. Um, I find that Koreans who move to the bigger cities, like at least in New York, my experience with Koreans in New York are not as traditionally rooted. I think part of our situation too is we went back to Korea a lot. You know, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. live so close to Korea that as a child, every summer vacation, sometimes winter too, we would be in Korea spending a month or two with our families there. So we're super Korean. Whereas New York Koreans, a lot of them, they might not even speak English well, but they haven't been to Korea in 20 years because it's such a long way. The flights are so much more expensive. So um, I think we're super Korean in a lot of ways, whether we like it or not. Because I know we have a little self-loathing about that too, but um, you know we are very Korean because of being from Guam, being so close in proximity to our yeah, mother. And, yeah, and yeah, and it's it's funny because like I had the same kind of experience when I went to college in Seattle and I met Koreans out there. Is like the Koreans out there had this like really romantic. Uh, mm. image of Korea because what they know of Korea is through the dramas, through the K-pop, through like different things like that. Whereas for us, like you said, I went, my brother and I, we were sent to Korea every summer, every summer. So we were spending like two to three months of the out of the year in Korea, mm -hmm. right? So like that, I mean, every single year, every summer, you know, so we know what it's like uh, like we don't have a romantic image of korea because mm -hmm. like we like we like live there we know what you know we know we the live thing. there but we live there during those two or three months as outsiders and this is what me and my brother when we were young we were always like oh i hate korea i hate koreans is because we were darker because we're from guam so our complexion oh, was yeah. darker the way we dressed yeah. was different and it was very obvious we were not korean so we were treated as outs there were there were always comments and they were not meant to be hurtful but it was just like 
oh, you're so dark, you know, and there was a skin color issue there. There was, you know, definitely mm -hmm. different things. Um, my shorts were too short. Because like on Guam, we all wear like short shorts. It's freaking hot. Yeah, yeah, and I wore short shorts yeah. and like a grandpa literally like verbally assaulted me in a park. And, yeah. you know, so we were treated as these outsiders too. So I think that's developed a little bit of our like, yeah, we don't have a romantic view of Korea because we've been there and we are Korean and yet we were treated differently in some way. Well, a lot of, a lot of it too is during that time when we were younger, like Korea, like Korea wasn't like economically like what it is now. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of like hater stuff. Like they were, they were like jealous of, you know, like even though we weren't like richer, that was their image of, you know, like all oh, they they left, they they got out, and then like you know they're well off now, and you know they they can speak English fluently, and there was a there was a lot of kind of like jealousy or like hatred, like right. like that. So, but at the same time, there you know it, it was like I had for me I had a lot of cousins, like a lot of cousins, yeah, that were like around our age, you know. So, and then like another thing my parents did is they uh, asked the local school if we can attend school because yep been like, there done that <laughs> yeah so we because since uh you know since we um i i don't know like it, it just matched where like we got out earlier so like by the time we got to korea for during our summer break like we would still they their school will still be in session so we would still be able to go to school for like a month or two yeah before they I got on it. their summer break yeah, so, and, like, I made a lot of friends, and it was cool, and, you know, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple instances where, like, people, like, hated you, they just wanted to, like, kick your ass, because, and, like, when I think back on it now, it's, like, man, like, like, those guys that were like that, I think they had, like, they were, they were, like, economically, like, they, they were just kind of, like, like their family must have been having a hard time and like you know what I mean like those kinds of things like brings brings those those things out in people right so I feel like that that kind yeah, well, of <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of the comments and stuff I didn't get from the children I went to the school too um kids were nice I was very shy so I wasn't very social yeah. I didn't make friends and it was sort of an awkward situation but nobody was mean to me like kids are fine my cousins are fine um it's really the adults and little things that they say like little observations, yeah. you know, and you know, uh, that kind of stuff like kind of eats yeah. you and you're just like, ew, like, you know, you don't like me. And it's not that they don't like me. It's just, they were saying like, oh, she's so dark and oh, she's dressed different. And, um, you know, that kind of stuff kind of gets to you as a child. So that, yeah. that sort of built up to where it's like, oh, I don't like Korea. I don't like Koreans. And like, you know, that kind of attitude started developing, but nonetheless, it's as an, as an adult looking back, I, you know, Korea is a part of who I am even though I wasn't born yeah. there, even though I've never lived there, lived there, you know, more than the two yeah. or three months of the summer, but you know, yeah. part of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, for me, for me, like as a kid, like I, I, like my memories are like, I had a lot of good memories. Like I had a lot of good experiences. So it, I just remember like, we just like, we just had a lot of, uh, like I said, I just had a lot of cousins my age, and like we just like run amok like all day. <laughs> so you have these good memories as a child in Korea during those vacations, but then lately you've said to me 
that you have a certain dislike for Koreans or like what is that? I feel I feel like I feel like a lot of their values changed over the years, and I feel like now it's to a point where like they're very rude, very self-centered. Oh, so this is you, seventies influenced Korean, seeing modern day Koreans and being like, I don't like how they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, that's it's really like, yeah, it's really crazy. Like, they don't, and it's and it's and I, I really. This is how I can confirm that I'm American. I can really see like my American values coming out when I when I because I want the thing that I see is like they have like this kind of social etiquette. The tradition has social etiquette and certain rules of how to act and things like that, but they don't have this concept of respect. Like you know, like in for Americans, just in everyday common language, we use the word respect a lot, right? So the amount of times that a word comes up in a culture, it kind of shows how much value that culture places on a certain thing, right? right? So if we're using the word respect a lot, that means we value that concept of respect. And I feel like the American version of respect is also closely tied into privacy and individuality, right? Mm-hmm. And those are like foreign concepts to Koreans. Like privacy and individuality are foreign concepts to, to like not foreign, but it's not as important, you know? It's not a value. It's not value. It's not a high value. It's not a high value, right? So like, so like, like when we're, if I, like if, if I go to like my friend's house and I observe how their parents give their kids privacy, right? They give them their independence. Like independence and privacy are not are not like something that I feel is very important in Korean culture, especially between like a parent and their child. Mm-hmm. Right? So like but what I observe is like, you know, if my friend can go inside his room and close the door, like their parents will knock on the door and ask if they can go in. And I almost freaked out when I saw that. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? My parents would never, dude, my parents would not even understand what the fuck that, what just happened, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're like, what? <laughs> Why the fuck would you? Why would I knock on the fucking? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like the doors were never even closed in my house. There's no point in even having doors in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you didn't have a door for a while. I remember. As a yeah, <laughs> it just. I oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck we were messing around. You know, we're boys, so we we. Yeah, you guys destroyed the house. I'm sure. We we destroyed the house. So like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like. Like we never, I never even fixed that door because like I never used it anyways, right? right. So like, <laughs> what's yeah. the point of even, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like they don't have that like privacy, like individuality, like mm-hmm. like independence, like those are, and those are all kind of like tied into that, that, that American concept of respect, right? And then in Korea, and when we're speaking the language, for the longest time, 
I thought they didn't have a word for respect. Not I think I they don't. My mom, has, my mom and I have had this conversation and we couldn't come up with one. The only word she could come up with is the word we use to respect our elders. That's a huge value in Korea. And so that word she kept using, I said, yeah, but you can't apply it that, to your peers. Yeah, that's or not a, that's, yeah, that's not an American, that's not an American concept of respect though. Right. But they so do I, have I was saying, well, there's a different word for respect. And she tried, and she was just like, I don't know what you mean. I was trying to explain to her what exactly. respect means. She doesn't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, no. <laughs> she doesn't know. She has no idea. She doesn't even, she's like, respect. What is that? You know what I mean? All she and could like, talk about was the respecting elders portion of it. And I was like, no, but what about respecting your friends yeah. or respecting my children? Yeah, yeah but that, that's not, that's not, that's not a, when they say like respecting your elders or whatever, that's not the correct way to use respect. It's, it's right. that's not a, you know what I mean? Like, so do you know like, the actual word that describes this? I do, I do. I found out it, I found it because I was so obsessed with it after fucking 20 years of being obsessed with it because it because it's something that is important to me, you know what I mean? That Koreans don't give me and I wonder why. And then like, and then I, I start to think they don't even have a fucking word for it, you know? And like for 20 years, I'm like, I've never heard, not that I can speak Korean well again, but like, but I, I never hear it being used by either my parents or like any Koreans. And when I don't hear it be used very often, then it, then it's an indication that they don't value. It's not something that's highly valued. But the word is chongjung, chongjung. Oh, like, my mom used that word, but she used it in the context of like elders. That's the word she came up with too. But then she couldn't apply that word to like how you treat your peers. No, or how, I'm, you know. Yeah. No. Like chunjunge, it just means like it's it, it's it's very close to the American concept of like you know like like respect my my and and like recently the word kind of came out and is being used a little more because Koreans are getting more modernized, more westernized, right? Right. So like it, it's kind of like being used more, but still, it's not especially like especially like older Koreans. Like there's no concept of that whatsoever. Yeah, it's it is interesting that whole concept of respect and um you know I actually I, recently in like those dramas I, I did see like you know like the daughter going, you know, like like asking like the mom bursting in and say, you know, like yeah. But like like the dramas like twenty years ago, they wouldn't have that line. There would not be that, that would be such a foreign concept to them that it would blow their mind if like, like the next scene, if the daughter ever said that would be the mom slapping her. Right. And you know what, for me, I think the root cause of, of I don't have a great relationship with my parents. It's not bad, but it's not great. And I think the root cause of it is really goes down to me feeling disrespected and and because, you know why you know why you feel that way because i'm american i i feel because like because you're american yeah See, and and that and that's what i'm saying is having those feelings confirm really solidifies and confirms in me that i'm american and i have american values yeah 
And it's not so much like you guys need to show me some respect, but it's just like basic stuff. And I just feel like I don't feel seen as a person. I don't feel seen as even a grown woman. I'm almost 40. And like, I don't feel seen in that way. And it's frustrating to me because these are people that gave me life that are the closest human beings to me. And yet I don't feel seen by them. And that's sort of my root of my frustration. And it comes out in different ways where I lash out and then they feel disrespected by me. And so it's this constant cycle of fighting. And I think a lot of um, first generation, second generation immigrant families have these sort of disputes because of the different values. Um, that's so, definite. Yeah. I think that's definitely a cultural clash. That's like 100% like a cultural clash. Yeah. Which, you know, I have to, and my mom says this too, we both said it, we're like, that's really impressive that like June and Ronald can like live in such close proximity and do business with their parents and not fight. Because I can't be with my dad for more than three days without a fight. My mom, we could go about two weeks, very short periods of time. And so we're always like, how do they do it? Like, how do they not like kill each other? Because we wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? well... Okay, so the way we do it is that, like, we're very submissive to our parents. Okay. Like, both both me, my brother, and I are very submissive to, to my parents. So, like, that's why it works. Right. But as a nature, in nature, as a person, you're not a submissive person. But with your parents, no. you take on that role because that's kind of how peace is kept, too, within you guys, I feel like. Yeah, and, and I feel like, um, and, uh, I'm going to say something sexist, <laughs> sexist warning, but... Go ahead. Like, but uh, I, 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 I feel like because we're guys, too, you know, like, it, it makes it... That's not true, because, like, like, most of my friends who work with their dads, like, all had falling out, so, like, that's not true. Yeah. But. My brother did too. And I don't know, I think you guys are, I don't know, you guys have a really great family dynamic and whatever works is clearly working because my brother had a very hard time working with my dad. I can't even be around my dad for like a week and like not have some sort of thing happen. Yeah, I, and, I don't think, I don't, know. yeah, I, I just, I don't think children should ever work with their parents, like, especially like Korean children. Like they should <laughs> never, ever, ever, like I told my wife that, like, I would never, like, I would be so opposed to my kids working with me. I'm like, I'll never let them work with me. Like, that's like a 100% guarantee way to ruin your relationship is to work with your kids. Mm -hmm. But don't you, like, sort of have some sort of working relationship with your dad? Yeah, but, yeah, not anymore, though, because like, we're selling off the rental car. <laughs> I know, but up until the tourists were coming into Guam, didn't you guys work together? We did, but it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't, a, like I said, like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, good, you know, it wasn't, like, harmonious. Right, like, I mean, it's there were no. The reason why there were no fights, again, is because, like I said, I don't know if submissive is the right word, because, like, it's not like we're bowing down or scared or anything like that. You know what I mean? I think it's more like we just like 
you know, like he's like 75, so we just let him do what he wants. That's really nice kind of you because I know how old my parents are and still like, they get under my skin. You know what, maybe also you've been living around them for a while now and I don't see my parents for years at a time. And then, so a lot yeah. of differences start yeah. happening really fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just, I don't know, like, uh, I think my brother more has like a problem with, um, with that. Like my brother really butts heads with my dad. That really surprises me. I would think yeah. it would more be you. Wow. Yeah. I I have a I don't know what you how you call it, but I call myself like beta male. <laughs> but oh, I have this kind of personality where like if you're like my friend or family, then I'll like I'll cater towards like you know what I mean? Like I'll let you, you know, do like like I'll be I'll let you be the alpha <laughs> or whatever, you know, like Right. Okay. That's interesting. Well, you know what? We're coming up on our um, 30 minute window, but I want to okay. do another episode because I want to talk about our, we didn't even touch on this, our Guamanian identity. And I was thinking a lot okay. about this morning. So I feel like we need to do another podcast on that. But um, for okay. now, this is our 30 minutes. So we're going to wrap it up here. I think we did a lot of great exploring on um, a little bit on our Korean identities, our American identities, the clashes, the things that we value, the things we don't. But um, that was really interesting. I loved it. So, well, there, there's so much, and it goes into so much depth that, like, yeah. you know, I, I know we're just scratching a little bit of the surface, yeah. but we got to start somewhere, right? So it, yes, it's something that good. we're gonna progressively like get into like deeper and deeper as the podcast goes. You know, for sure. So um, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. See you later, guys.